I think that a relationship is always a mirror of whatever is going on internally. So the person that we pick is, is a mirror to whatever beliefs we have, which is why we chose them. But if you're talking about the external view of how someone perceives a woman or perceives a man because of the partner they chose or the way the partner looks, you can tell. Like a lot of men, they choose, you know, they want the woman to dress in a way, to carry themselves in a different way. And when you actually see a woman, you can actually straight away read like the man character or the type of guy that she actually, you know, kind of dating. And in order to be healthy and high value in a relationship, you have to own your insecurities and not put them on another person. And so I think that as society, we have to be really careful about judging people's relationships, people's situations, because you really never know what someone's going, what's going on behind the scenes. Welcome to Better Yourself Podcast. Uh, this is Frank Christ, and I have two guests with me today. And then we have Frances and we have Kitty as well. Today's topic, we're going to talk about a woman is a reflection of a man. So that's why many people believe. I think I'm starting to believe the same as well. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Pankras and Keely, for coming on as well. Um, so I'm Frances. I'm based in Brisbane, Australia, and I'm actually a fashion designer. So I own beautifully diverse fashion, and we're basically about advocating for people in the community to have a chance to not just be um, part of runway shows. Uh, in New York, we just did New York Fashion Week in February, and what we do is basically bring people together who have never walked runway and professional um, models and actually given them the chance to meet different people and connect with everybody. So Yeah, so I, my name is Keely and I'm from Oregon, the Pacific Northwest in the US, but I currently am a digital nomad living in Queretaro, Mexico. And I've been living and traveling in Mexico as a nomad for the last year. Um, I did so when my life fell apart in the US and during the pandemic. And then I started a marketing agency. But now I've moved into dating and relationship coaching for the anxiously attached, because that goes back to my own experiences and stories um, with dating. And so this topic is right up my alley. So I'm really excited to, to and I'm thank you for the opportunity to speak on this. Yes and no. <laughs> Yes well, no. actually, when mean? I thought about it, I was like, at first I was like, yes. But I know, for example, so I've been dating somebody for about a year and a half. And I know in my past relationships, like, I was like, completely opposite person and everything like with that person. So we would always clash. But with this person, where... We're, like, we're still completely like two different individuals, but we also have our differences at the same time. Like, it's just like, yeah, we have a lot of similarities. We like to travel. We're like entrepreneurial and everything. But then there's just other things where we just seem to just like have a little bit of arguments, but we kind of like, we talk about it at the same time. So it's not like a full blown like argument, depending on what it is, right? No relationship's perfect. So. <laughs> But, you know, so I think it's really, yeah, I think it's really, like, interesting when, um, you know, you, you, you talk about that topic because I was like, oh, okay, um, 
you know, we, I think like, for example, like I love to travel and so he has never traveled even though he wants to travel. So he's kind of like in between and everything like that. And so I feel like we are sort of like a mirror of each other, but it's sort of like he's just starting to want to travel, whereas he's never had that experience I have where I've lived pretty much all over the world. So it's just kind of in me. And I'm like, yeah, let's just go. Let's just do it. Where he's sort of like, let's plan it and then decide where we, you know, where to go, that sort of thing. Kid, do you have, yeah. do you have a query though? Yeah, going off of so. what Francis said with the, the people are mirror, I think that a relationship is always a mirror of whatever is going on internally. So the person that we pick is is a mirror to whatever beliefs we have, which is why we chose them. Yeah, but the reason why I was saying that is because what people were saying, like when you actually see a woman, you can actually have a little bit of reflection of the person that she she's actually dating or you know husband or partner because of the way she she carry herself because a lot of men, I'm not saying like men are there to control women, but like a lot of men, they choose, you know, they want the woman to dress in a way, to carry themselves in a different way. And when you actually see a woman, you can actually straight away read like the man character or the type of guy that she actually, you know, kind of dating in that sense. Yeah. Not just well in the physical appearance, but in many things. Well, a good example of this is um, last summer, I was dating a guy that I, I had met in 2019 before the pandemic, and we entered into a relationship. And after six months, I started to not feel myself anymore. And it was because all of his insecurities, I was catering to them. And I was having to make myself smaller in that relationship to not trigger his own insecurities. But if you're talking about the external view of how someone perceives a woman or perceives a man because of the partner they chose or the way the partner looks, you can tell a lot. Like there is sometimes you look at a couple and she's very meek. She doesn't look at anybody and you can tell that he's a controlling guy and you can see the reflection of how they communicate um, just a couple of days ago, I was heading out to dance class and I, a couple was coming towards me and he had a baby in a stroller. And when he went to the curb, he hit the curb and the baby almost fell out of the stroller. And the woman that was with him was like, in Spanish, lecturing him, like, why are you so insensitive? Why are you not caring? And in that, just that interaction with them for like 20 seconds, you could see how their relationship was at home and how he was to her and how he treated yeah. his kid. Yeah, I think um, as you as you just said now, it kind of like, it kind of get along because when you see that woman, you can actually see the kind of person, especially when people are actually controlling. But when it comes to this topic, I think there's a lot of aspect. There is like a physical as aspect when you see a person, the way she, she look, and the the emotional part the characters what can actually define if you see somebody's more happy relaxed and then joyful you might say like you know what I, I think a partner must be somebody more you know who will let her kind of like express herself as well and then it's the same for if she's a little bit shy and secure but the thing about being insecure same woman insecure but the partner not insecure 
that's what I've, I've noticed as well. I don't think you agree with me. Can you be insecure and then your partner not be insecure? I think we all have insecurities. Like I know but sometimes in, like, in a way of being shy and you know what I mean? Like very, we all have insecurity. I'm talking a way of being very reserved and all that. I think so. Yeah. Cause my partner's definitely like, he is like outgoing and everything, but he's definitely the opposite of me. Whereas I'm kind of like, Oh, let's go here. Let's do this. Let's go. Blah, blah, blah. Whereas like, you know, he likes just like his little space. So, you know, even though he likes to go out and, you know, go see things, but he's also very like selective, like of who, um, you know, who he hangs out with, who he's with that sort of thing. And so he really just wants like a, you know, calm environment. Whereas I'm just used to like noise and used to just people everywhere that sort of thing so i think yeah definitely like and i think you know i think for me personally it's kind of made me realize like i don't have to go out all the time like i don't have to you know i can just sit and kind of just be at home and actually do something rather than just be like oh we gotta go outside and actually go meet people and stuff you know so i've actually learned that you know it's okay just to sit and do nothing and just relax and everything so that's kind of helped me whereas he's also understand that you know sometimes it's okay to go outside like you know go out for days or just go for a walk you know just to get fresh air because sometimes we're just you know especially during covid right we were all just so like in a box like you couldn't go outside because of you know the pandemic so i think it's really like good to have like a balance you know in between as well I think, think that each person's responsibility in a relationship is to deal with their own insecurities because like Francis said, there's everyone has their own insecurities, but I work with a lot of women that want to become high value and they want to have a man that is also high value. And in order to be healthy and high value in a relationship, you have to own your insecurities and not put them on another person. And so if you're, what you were talking about is like, can someone be shy and insecure and another person not? Well, as long as that shy and insecure person is working on themselves, if both partners are working on themselves and it's not like you guys go to a party together and one person gets jealous because the other person was talking to another person of the opposite gender because they were feeling insecure and shy at the party or whatever, like you have to be able to deal with your, your inner world and not project that on your partner. So when you talk about the reflections that you see in public of couples together, if you see a woman that looks beat down, that's not really a reflection of her. It's a reflection of the insecurities of her partner that have brought her down to that level because she probably okay. wasn't there in the beginning. So that means the reflection is not really like, um, like when she, we see her, it doesn't mean she looked like she acted like a partner. It's more like she's a result. I mean, her way of being how is related to a partner character. That's what you're trying to say. I'm saying, well, yes and no, because you are your own person. But if you have mm. been in a partnership for long enough with someone who is either one, not fulfilling your needs, um, and, or in two, projecting all of their inner world onto their partner, she is going to be a fraction of who she was when she met that person. And it, 
the the reflection that we see is a reflection of both people in a partnership that's why it's so incredibly important to be super conscious of who you're in a partnership with who you're dating because they can really make or break you yeah i mean do, do you think is this something like it should be that way like you should reflect you should have one person in a relationship that should like give that image that reflection of image you think it's something healthy or you think like it's not healthy to have that you know reflection for your partner do you think it's something like it shouldn't be that way it should be just a reflection of yourself i think that it's or natural. we can see as something healthy as well yeah. yeah i think it's natural so in high school i was a smart kid but i always hung out with the kids that smoked weed even though i never smoked weed myself <laughs> And being from the Pacific Northwest, like, it's just a thing. Everyone smokes weed in the Pacific Northwest. Even in high school, it was a thing. And I never did it. But I remember being in class one day, and I was talking to another one of the nerdy kids like myself. And they said, well, don't you smoke weed? And I was like, no, I never touched this stuff in my life. And she said, well, you always are hanging out with the kids that smoke weed. But by association, I was grouped in and people made judgment that I also did that because of the people I was hanging out with. Is it correct? It just is psychology. Like people are going to jump to those conclusions. So yes, if you're in a relationship with someone who is, is maybe like unhealthy or has bad habits, people are going to look at you and be like, why are you with that guy? Because he does those things. Or they're going to assume that your lifestyle is like that too, because you chose that partnership. Yeah, I definitely think so. Like I, um, used to date someone who was in the army so and he um they they they've got like a drinking culture so and it you know it wasn't really my thing i don't i don't really drink and i think you know we were both just at different stages in our life like yeah he you know was pretty much working all the time and i never really understood you know how full on like that job really was and so i was like i wanted to like spend time but he was either away or you know and then you know i think as a way for them to relax um they would just you know they would just drink because they would be on campus and all this sort of stuff like you know at the base and all that and so then you know but now so we broke up um because of that and then we actually met a few years later and so you know but now and now we live like completely different lives which is like you know he he doesn't drink and all this and you know all that sort of stuff and i'm you know at the time i wasn't working so you know whereas i'm working and all this sort of thing but we realized we you know we're just it's easier for us just to stay friends rather than, you know, date again and everything. So we're pretty much still in touch. I think we've been in touch for, you know, and my partner like knows this person as well. So, you know, but we, yeah, I think it's definitely, um, you know, the person that you, you choose is definitely going to have a reflection on you because people are going to be like, oh, do you, you know, because he, what he do? He drove a BMW. So people are like, oh, do you, do you drive like this sort of car? I was like, no, <laughs> I don't. But, you know, so I think there's always that, that stigma that people, you know, because you're dating this person that you both have the same status, you both have the same economic status or whatever it may be. But, you know, uh, that's not the that's not the case at all so well in the entrepreneurship yeah. world they also say that the five people that are closest to you are the biggest influence on you so i think that feeds into that too 
Yeah, so there's one detail I was going to say, because when I was talking about this topic, I was talking to one of my friends, and there's something that we say was, let's say a guy today, when a lot of men today, sometimes you see, you want your wife to, or your wife, your girlfriend, partner, whatever, you want the person to dress in a way, but sometimes it's for men, for us, it's kind of hard for us. Like, I mean, I used to struggle as well, like, you know, to tell to your girl, like, you know, I want you to dress this way, I want you to do that. Most of the time, women actually, I don't know if it's true, women don't like it. They, they feel like you are trying to, some of them, they train like you're trying to control them or they feel like you're trying to change them or you're not happy by the way they look. They kind of feel insecure as well. So for men, it's always hard to kind of like, you know, tell you how you want us to, we want you to to look or to dress because I see a girl outside. I like how she dress. I want to dress the same, but, but when you buy your clothes, you buy things that I don't really like and all that. But for me, I believe like the best way I found how to do it is to actually buy you things. Like I can buy you clothes, but the clothes <laughs> that I, <laughs> right? I'm not going to ask you like, oh, you know what? Go buy this. You'd be like, is your, you won't be, if I ask you to buy this, you're going to be like, oh, you know, I don't really like it. But if I buy something as a surprise, like I just go in the shop, I know this one looks nice and I want to see you with this. I'm just going to buy you and give it to you. And you're going to, Francis, you there? Oh, yes. I had to okay. swap. I forgot I had a um, the battery. <laughs> okay, don't worry about it. So I see, I see the clothes in the shop. I feel like I want, I want to wear this. I can go and buy it. When I come back, I just give it to you. Like, you know what? I'll buy you some clothes, you know, take this. And then for you, it's a gift, but I still want to see you with it. And this is where the reflection starts kind of coming because when you're going to see her, you're going to see, like, okay, you know, you like this kind of classy dress or whatever kind of dress you have. So I don't think if it's a healthy way to do that. You guys tell me. You think I, it's the, no, I, the, thi I think that Not too can... much, though. If you do it too much, it's, it's a bit toxic if you do it too much, obviously. I was saying about the reflection as well. So do you guys think it's more, is, is it like... It, we find, it's more like uh, when it comes to the physical part, when you see the person on the street, the physical appearance, and then the character. Do you think there is one that should be that way or there's another one that is more toxic? Do you think the character is natural and then the physical part is like something, it shouldn't be that way? As you say, the person just have to be themselves. Well, the one of the telltale signs of health in a family is when you look at the parents and you look at the kids, they're going to have the same habits. And so they're going to appear the same physically. When you're in a partnership, your partner's habits and health and values are going to affect you greatly. Uh, so when I date, I always look for someone that values health because that means that they're not going to have a bunch of soda in the fridge. They're not going to come home with bags of potato chips that we are then going to binge on. They aren't going to take me to dinner at KFC. Like they're going to value eating healthy and being healthy and have, and we go to the gym together. Those are values we have where also, if you have one partner that's into fitness and the other one's into Twinkies, you're going to have that partner who's into <laughs> Twinkies that's going to feel really insecure about themselves as their partner continues to be fit and healthy and look attractive. And men are go or women are going to be commenting on that. It's going to make them feel insecure that they aren't stepping up to the plate to, to be at the same level. So yeah. while it's not fair that the external world places judgment on a partnership, because say, fortunately, but if you love each other and you're fine with that, 
that that the way that that relationship looks, you just have to own it. I saw a TikTok the other day and there it was that situation. This guy was like 400 pounds, could barely get off the couch. And she was beautiful, fit, blonde, like 40 year old woman. And they were making TikToks together. And everyone in the comments like, why is she with, with, with him? Like, why would you stay when he's that unhealthy? Well, she loves him. Maybe she's attracted to that, whatever it might be, but they're able to own it and be like, yeah, he's like that. And I'm like this and we're happy. I think I agree. I think that's the reason why even when we talk about the reflection is something that we can actually get it twisted because what we see, that woman on the street, the blonde is nice, looking good, all right. But you straight away, you're going to say, like, oh, you must be with somebody who is very fit and they look after himself as well. But when you see the, the partner, the partner, the partner is actually the opposite as well. So... Yeah, I think uh, in that in that sense, I would say I think it depends of you know the character, the confidence. There's one thing that you can see; it can be physically. When you see her physically, she doesn't really reflect the partner, but maybe about the character. Maybe that guy that she date, maybe is a nice guy, is a very happy person. The mindset is good as well. But for a healthy relationship, do you guys feel like it should be like some you issue all match our character? As you were saying about the fitness, if somebody's eating good because. I know on TikTok it's all look good, they're all together. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. But in real life, when they live, do you think is he kind of like healthy? I'm not talking about him being overweight. I'm just talking general. Even if he wasn't overweight, let's say somebody drink or do whatever. But do you think as a relationship, do you think is he healthy like when the character doesn't really match that much? I think the standard of health for a relationship is is both partners happy in the relationship and are their their personal growth and spiritual and all their needs being met in the partnership and that really is are they happy otherwise everything else doesn't matter if he has a bad habit she's had a bad habit and he's fit and she's not or whatever like none of those things matter as long as each partner is happy the problem comes in is when you have one partner whose needs isn't being met whether that be physically or like through connection anything like that like that's where the problem lies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, it's it's interesting you guys say that because, like, um, so for example, uh, my partner, his parents had been married three times. Now, one of my parents had been married three times as well. So, you know, I think going off that because you say that. Um, the habits from, you know, family, you know, come down through the generations. So both of us, especially for him, he was looking at it from the perspective of what had the relation, you know, what happened in the relationship to be married, the, um, you know, three times or whatever it may be, you know. So it was basically like what he didn't want, I think he's disappeared. What he... Um, you know, what he didn't want from that, like, reflection, you know, even though, you know, the parents are still um, talking, all this sort of stuff, you know, and it was basically, like, what we as people don't want, you know, from our personal experiences, we allow each other to, I guess, figure out what we do and we don't want in our partner. But, you know, when we get into a relationship, we're always thinking about, oh, will this person be like this? Will they be like that? And, you know, once we actually get to know that person, we sort of really understand 
if we do or don't, you know, want that person or not. But I feel like, you know, as you said, it's really uh, about working together and there's just those little things, you know, because we always focus on the big things, but there's always those little things that can also be worked on, you know, if that person say, right, like you said, if they're eating Twinkies and the other person isn't, you know, there can be, you know, habits as well that can rub off as a reflection and be like, well, I think you should just eat a Twinkie like maybe, you know, once a month and I'll eat it with you. But maybe we should try like doing, you know, maybe eating this healthy meal or whatever, you know, so we can improve our health or whatever it may be, you know. So there's kind of like that balance between it to be like, yeah, okay, let's eat a Twinkie like once a month and, you know, try something different, you know. So I feel like there's that, um, you know, that partnership of actually just trying to balance it and really wanting to be a better person, not just, you know, for that person, but for yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think we, we kind of like found the, the common, you know, like uh, answer for all that because uh, when I first saw this topic, when I was saying a, a woman is a reflection of a man, it, it sounds so cliche and so basic and everybody can agree with that like you know what i see i can imagine that if you see a rich woman you can see what kind of person if you see somebody call you can actually read but i think there's a lot of light that is like uh it's not always what you see it's not always what you reflect you know because some people they are very they have a strong character they actually stand for themselves it's very hard for them to kind of get influenced by all the people even the person that you're with but they send all the people who are easy to be controlled when you see them, you know, they can just be exactly the way the partner want them to be. Or some other people, they just all together, they kind of think alike, they stand for the same thing, they're both in fitness or they're both in McDonald's or whatever they think that they like. And then when you see them, they're just perfect together. I think that's uh, the kind of thing like I believe that's, that's how it is actually anything you guys want to say before we wrap it up anything that you feel like we haven't touched during this this uh conversation anything you want to say do people well, want to say to this well i think that this all goes back to like don't judge a book by its cover oh, yeah. um because again for, for a really good example of this is i was in an engagement with a narcissist for five years and we built a multi-million dollar business. We had a sawmilling business together. And then while we were still building that, I bought some real estate, commercial real estate, and built a vintage store and remodeled the building and had rentals in it and all these things. And when I finally found the strength out of that relationship, the guy who had sold me my building, he pulled up one day when I was out front and he said, oh my gosh, I heard the bad news. And I was like, what bad news? He's like, I heard that you and John broke up. And I said, yeah, it's actually one of the best decisions I ever made. And he's like, but the reason you have all this is because of him. And I said, no, the reason I have all this is because of me and the work that I did and all of the force and energy that I was putting in it behind the scenes. You saw him and I together being this power couple, but you didn't see what was happening behind the scenes, the abuse, the tears, the depression, you weren't there to see any of that. And so I think that as society, we have to be really careful about judging people's relationships, people's situations, because you really never know what someone's going, what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I think, uh, I hope you are, I mean, you, you started the business. Sorry for your story, because you know I know you lost everything after that. 
I hope you actually find another business and you build something new. Everything no, worked I, good for you after that? Yeah, no, I. it was one of the hardest but best decisions I ever made. And now that mess that was my life, I guess five years now, it's been five years since that, is now something that I'm able to share with people and empower people to be able to heal themselves because there was a lot of parts of me that were broken that allowed me to even be in a relationship like that for so long, where now the person I've become now would never tolerate that even for a second. So I've been able to come out with that. And now I live this wonderful life. It's in alignment with who I am and what I want to be doing. And moving forward, I've dated really amazing men and have been able to break the pattern. And so that's what I help other women do now. Great. So yeah, Francis, you want to say something? Um. Oh yeah. I, great. And you know, congratulations to you because that's a long, you know, that's a long time to be with somebody in that sort of situation, and you know, to get yourself out there. Because um, you know, I know some people who just they never made it out. You know, so you know, that's great that you are able to share that with people. And it's so true. And I feel like you know, when you say don't judge a book by its cover, I think you know, people also need to really understand that. We as people, you know, we all make mistakes. We've all, you know, had learned from, you know, other people. And when you date somebody, it shouldn't be, uh, I regret dating that person, but it should be a lesson learned that can be improved for yourself, you know, in the future to know that, you know, you weren't that same person you were 10 years ago. You know, you have changed a lot and you've grown and bettered yourself, you know, to become the person that you are today, to be a better person for somebody new. So I think that's really important. People should know. Yeah. Right. I think that's uh, that's that's amazing. That's actually inspiring. So we are you guys doing anything as a project? I know, like, Kelly, you actually mentioned that you actually have clients that you, I believe you have people that you can help. But what do you do? Like, you know, something that... If there's anything you are working on, uh, you know, one of the people are listening to us today can actually maybe follow you or join you to your journey. Yeah, of course. So I am a dating and relationship coach for the anxiously attached. So I help women to heal their anxious attachment style to be able to become securely, securely attached, attached to stop um, attracting uh, immature, emotionally unavailable and narcissistic men. Um, okay. I have several projects I'm working on, including um, a workshop. So if you go over to girlstopcrying.com slash number one, um, I'm putting on a three day and it's something I do every month. It's a heal your anxious attachment style workshop and it's a three day event. It's free. You can sign up at, at that link there. Nice. Uh, make sure for people are listening to this, I'm going to make sure I'm going to put the link as well. If you guys want to get in touch with Kelly, you're going to have all the information as well. Uh, Francis, well, do you do any project that you're working on right now? Anything? Um, so apart from like fashion designing, like we've got um a New York show for Fashion Week coming up in September, as well as London Fashion Week. So if you're in London, I'll come and see you, Pancrest. And, oh, yeah. yeah. What, what is it actually? <laughs> when, when are you actually doing that in London, you say? Um, it's September 16th. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I'll be. Loving yeah. it. I live in the UK, by the way, so I didn't tell you guys. Oh yeah, yeah, I can so, tell so. by your accent. Yeah, My dad's actually. actually from. Uh, well, he was born in the Isle Isle of Wight, so yeah. Okay, that's great. <laughs> so maybe I'm gonna see yeah. the fashion weekend as well. So yeah, yeah I really definitely. appreciate. Uh, thank you for having you guys tonight. I really appreciate. I know this topic was uh, 
it's not an easy topic, you know, like at the start, you always going to be crazy. I think you guys have managed even to change my opinion as well. I think when I, even Frances, when she first, she first started, she was like, yes, I agree with that. And now she's like, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> we, we both, I think we, we, we found the middle ground. I think we all understand, like, sometimes we can be together, we can reflect each other, but it's not mm-hmm. always in a healthy way or sometimes it's a healthy way, but... Don't judge the book by the cover. I think that's why we have learned today from this topic as well. So make sure you guys out there be happy and you know, live your life, be yourself, and then don't judge. Don't let be, don't let somebody else control you and you know about your happiness as well. One detail I was gonna say because when I was talking about this topic, I was talking to one of my friends, and there's something that we say was, let's say a guy today when. A lot of men today, sometimes you see, you want your wife to, or your wife, your girlfriend, partner, whatever, you want the person to dress in a way. But sometimes it's for men, for us, it's kind of hard for us. Like, I mean, I used to struggle as well, like, you know, to tell to your girl, like, you know, I want you to dress this way, I want you to do that. Most of the time, women actually, I don't know if it's true, women don't like it. They, they feel like you are trying to, some of them, they train like you're trying to control them, or they feel like you're trying to change them, or you know, happy by the way they look they kind of feel insecure as well so for men it's always hard to kind of like you know tell you how you want us to we want you to to look or to dress because i see a girl outside i like how she dress i want to dress the same but but when you buy your clothes you buy things that i don't really like and all that but for me i believe like the best way i found how to do it is to actually buy you things like i can buy you clothes but the clothes that I've, <laughs> right? I'm not gonna ask you like, oh, you know what? Go buy this. You be like, is your you won't be. If I ask you to buy this, you gonna be like, oh, you know, I don't really like it. But if I buy something as a surprise, like I just go in the shop, I know this one looks nice, and I wanna see you with this. I'm just gonna buy you and give it to you, and you're gonna, Francis, you there? Oh yes, I had to okay. swap. I forgot I had a um the battery. <laughs> Okay, don't about it. So I see, I see the clothes in the shop. I feel like I want, I want to wear it. I can go and buy it. When I come back, I just give it to you. Like you know what, I buy some clothes. You know, take this, and then for you is a gift, but I still wanna see you with it. And this is where the reflection starts kind of coming because when you're gonna see her, you're gonna see like okay, you know, you like this kind of classy dress or whatever kind of dress you have. So I don't think if it's a healthy way to do that. You guys tell me. You think I, it's it? no, I the, think. I think that not you too can... much though. If you do it too much, it's, it's a bit toxic. If you do it too much, I would say. Yeah, I think that the best way to do it is to compliment somebody on something that you like. So it's the same thing with behaviors in a relationship. But if you don't like, if you don't like. Yeah, you. But you can't. You shouldn't criticize your partner. So like you can have. Lie. It's not lying. <laughs> what you do is you say, "Hey, I really love when you wear that color. I really love when you." People but if you wear always... something, if she wears something that you feel like is not a, you don't like it, and she wears, she's like, what do you think? How would you react? You be honest. So that's the thing. If Are she asks, sure? if she asks, again, this is, I'm talking from a conscious partnership. Okay. You have to have two partners that are conscious about being triggered or feeling emotional about something. But if, if you, if she came to you and said, hey, what do you think of my outfit? And you're like, hey, babe, like. I really love, you have to start with the nice things, right? I really love when you do X, Y, and Z, but I, I prefer 
this, this, and this more than what you have on. It has to be something where you're giving some sort of love and it can't always be criticizing like, oh, I don't like the way you dress. Why do you dress like that? Like yeah, that yeah, is yeah. just becoming overcritical. But if you are always, people will always respond well in a partnership if you say what you appreciate and what you love about them because they are naturally going to want to make you happy and if you go weeks months years down the road and she isn't responding to that then it might not be the right partnership she might just be who she wants to be and she doesn't actually care about making you happy in the partnership either it's a balance. It'd be the same thing if she came to you and she's like, hey, babe, I don't like when you wear the color blue, but you look so sexy in the in the color yellow. I don't know if it's true, just throwing things out there. But, you know, how does that sit with you? Would you be like, oh, well, I like my blue shirt, but I'm going to try to make her happy and wear what she likes, right? So it's this balance because if you hit it with like, oh, I don't like when you wear those halter tops, she's going to be like, well, screw you. Like, I feel sexy in this. It's just a natural like our attitude. But if you go, hey, I really love when you wear the strapless shirt, like you look so sexy, she's going to want to look sexy for you. But what about the idea of buying clothes? Do you think is it, how would you say that? I personally, because I have my own style and my own things that I like, I get really anxious when my partner buys me clothing because sometimes it doesn't fit right. Sometimes it's not comfortable, but something that is nice is if you like to go shopping with her and you, you can be like, That's Hey, why don't part. we try? Why is that? Because when you're going to go shopping with her, as soon as you saw this, you'd be like, nah, I don't like it. That's when you're going to have that. That's not my type. <laughs> Or if you're on your own, you take it as a gift. You have nobody to try to tell you something. Yes, this is the one. You have it. to find a middle ground, though. Like, yeah, I've true. had quite a few boyfriends that we love going shopping together. And he, I'll try things on, and there'll be something that I really love that maybe he's not into, but I'm going to buy it for myself. But there's something that we both agree on. He's like, oh, I think that's so good on you, or recommendations. But you have to find a middle ground because maybe her style is not the exact style you want, but you guys can blend something. That, yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But what about the other way around? Because so, me and my dad were having this conversation literally yesterday, right? Because he was saying, like, um, you know, as a man, we all, you know, you always see, like, an attractive woman, like, the way she dressed, the way she looked, all this. But do we as women say that about men? Like, you know, you go in the shop or whatever, and you, you sort of, like, Oh yeah, he looks attractive. Is that just because he has muscles? Or is it, you know, he looks attractive, but you know, he has like nice hair or whatever. But you don't actually say, but I was like, you don't actually say a man is attractive, right? Like <laughs> like I do. physically. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but like as they you know, if they don't look a certain way, like, you know, I feel like we as people have a certain like uh visual image of how we want that person to kind of look so that's why we walked over to them in the first place right we're like oh yeah you know i want to talk to them because they look a certain way but their personality could have been like the complete opposite and you're like well that was just a waste of time <laughs> like what happened there like if that so, makes sense so, so why do you why don't you go and say to the man like you look attractive what i mean you guys don't do that most often you don't do i that, do right? i do because i also like men operate from a place of ego like men have big egos and if you yeah. like a guy and you want him to be all about you 
it's it's not so much doing nice things for him or cooking him dinner it's stoking the ego and actually being honest and being like you look attractive i love when you wear your hair like that like men don't get enough compliments and i've been told you can tell yeah me, that's but true they don't yeah but i feel like with women you have to do the opposite right well you, you have to tell in, them in in terms of okay you say men love compliment you have to tell them I think it's everybody. I think women is the same. I think women like it when you tell them. It's not lie, but when you tell them, I'm not going to call it lie, but extra. When you tell them something is extra than what it is, and they like it. If you tell her you are beautiful, you are most beautiful, whatever, you love those kind of words, even if it's, we believe is not true, but it still make you feel good. You don't like it when we are too honest, honest. Am I all right? Well, it's if we don't want you can to say to a lie. woman, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. Be like, oh my god, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I had a conversation with my ex-boyfriend about this, and I said, I want you to make me feel like I am the most beautiful woman in the world to you. Obviously, there's always gonna be another woman that's more beautiful than me. There'll always be someone younger with better hair, thinner, more fit, whatever but I want you to make me feel that way. And you don't have to say, Oh, you're the most beautiful world girl in the world. Like just through your actions and words, show me that you love me and that you care about me and that you think I'm attractive. That's different than being the most beautiful. No, because obviously I'm not, I'm not, no, your girlfriend is whoever is never going to be the most beautiful girl in the world. There's always going to be someone more beautiful. So that would be a lie. But it depends on your partner and how she feels about it. But in general, us as men, we always feel like we have to do that to kind of, to have you, we have to do extra. That's why you guys always say men's a liar or that. It's not because we want to be that way. It's because like, that's that's the choice that we, we make. That's the choice that you gave us, actually. You kind of force us to act that way, to kind of, as the same way as you say, uh, for for a, for a guy to come next to you, to come to you, you have to tell him same things like you know uh, if he's if he's attractive. But for us, even if we find you not too attractive, but a little bit attractive, but we have to go extra to get your attention. If you don't why, do that, it's kind of why are you pursuing a girl that you don't find attractive? Attractiveness is the base of courting. Like you're not look at Tinder and all these apps. It's based on attractiveness. That is the first level of entering into a relationship. Hey, I find you attractive. Hey, you, I, you find me attractive. Like, let's start talking. Right. Hmm. No, no. What I'm saying, you can find somebody attractive, but it doesn't mean the person is, if you have to pull the number, it doesn't mean the person like a 10 or something. But you always have to make her feel like she is a 10. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, because she is a 10 to you in your eyes. But sometimes she's not a 10 to you, but she's still <laughs> she's still attractive. If my boyfriend doesn't think I'm a 10 to him and he's not all about me, I don't want it. No, but the thing is your boyfriend gonna tell you you're a 10, even if you feel you don't feel that way. He's still gonna I tell like you based on mood. Like how she is, like if I know, for example, like with my partner, like, you know, if I'm like really grumpy or something, he'll be like, really? Like, have you, have you got this, like, you know, is there an attitude today? I'm just like, you know, you know, and sometimes, you know, but I have learned, you know, if I'm feeling that way to be like, oh, look, this happened today. So I'm just not, 
you know, in the mood or whatever. Rather than when we first started, I was just kind of like, <laughs> like, you know, and he was just like, you know, because he was like, what happened to the cool person? Like I met when, you know, the first time. So we had to kind of learn how to really communicate. And I feel like it's really definitely um, all about communication. Like we, I, we, I was reading something. I took that, we took that test Five, five love languages because we were like having this issue where it was just not really an issue but I think it was just we both communicate differently on how we both wanted to be loved in a certain way so we both took the quiz and then it was really the opposite and I was like oh okay well that makes sense now like after you know because he was always like he likes to you know hug and all this sort of stuff whereas I wasn't really like that cuddly kind of person and I was like okay just because I was dealing with um my own traumatic experiences from previous relationships and I think that goes back to what Keely was saying about like your internal can definitely reflect on that person so I happen to project that onto him and then you know but I actually realized I needed to go get some you know counseling and all this sort of stuff so i went and did that and um, um relationship is like a whole you know whole um it's it's just it's a lot better than what it was you know so because i had to work on myself and he you know was really patient and everything and really understood that so yeah i think it's really definitely all about um communication and really trying to find you know what that how the other person um, can communicate their way of loving to you. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with you. And there's one thing that actually Kelly say, Kelly say, uh, Kelly say, is I think you have to make somebody feel like she's the most beautiful girl in the world, or you know. But even even though I'm not saying that she's the, the, we are not or whatever. Even men, when you tell me like I'm nice, I'm attractive, whatever, I know like I'm not gonna be more beautiful than your favorite actor or whatever. That's a lie. You see what I mean? But I think it's all about feelings, you know, because there's a difference between being and feeling. Even if the person, even though the person you don't see the person as sent away, but you still because you love the person, make the person feel like she's the most attractive or anything i think that's why keep kind of people together that's why you feel love because when you love somebody you have to make the person feel that way because that's what love is about in that sense i agree with you so i think on that we're kind of good all right